You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. If you'd like to jump in on the show with us uh, this morning, the Twitter account at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for our show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. We'd like to have the email, so keep those coming. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. If you haven't, refresh it. Uh, you can take us with you anywhere you go. Yellow is my favorite color. And why is that? Because of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, the pier, a deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. And so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head to your dealer and get the, only the best for your next outdoor project. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is close to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. We got Aiden Dollins behind the glass this morning. So if you want to get in on the show, 205-342-9904. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. I'm going to go fast uh, because I guess i got a lot to say. Not not a whole lot. Uh, scores last night, Houston um, beat Wichita. They're, of course, a number one seed probably. Minnesota upset Rutgers. Uh, Florida Atlantic continues to win. They're 27-3. The question is, if they don't win the tournament, will they get in? That's a big question about who gets in because people upset in the tournament and gets in. It wasn't supposed to. It throws people out. UCLA beat Arizona State. Purdue is not great. They're they're not quite as good as I thought they were earlier, but they're good. They beat Wisconsin 63-61. Illinois in an overtime or two beat uh, Michigan. And Arizona, uh, who is, I think, good, I don't know how good, uh, beat Southern Cal. Um, in, in golf yesterday at the Arnold Palmer, guess who's a guess who's lady? Anybody want to guess, John Rom? Seven under. Spieth is four under. Little Ricky Fowler is four under. Uh, Mullinex from from Birmingham is three under. Davis Riley two under. Pat Gazire two under. JT's not playing very well. He's even. They not compared to what the rest of the guys playing. Sink and McElroy both are, are one over. The cut line is one over. Uh, the cut line is is plus one. And right now they're on the cut line. Of course they play today, and they can straighten that out and make it a lot better. So I mentioned it yesterday, or maybe Barry did, or somebody Barry's worked with in charge strong. This analyst thing that Coach uh, introduced some years ago has taken over big, and everybody now has analysts. Uh, I don't know if they're paying them 30000 a year or not, uh, but they have them. Sal Sinceri is going, who was taken off of the field last year, or the last two years, wants to get back on the field. He's going to Colorado. Um, and so um, 
that's about it. Uh, I watched the state tournament yesterday, and I'll tell you this story. It sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm not. It just shows you how, how you get. I go to the state tournament and see these old guys like me. Um, Barry knows about Green Hill, Alabama, because of some things that we're doing up there. Green Hill, Alabama, and T.M. Rogers had a great team my, senior, my junior year in high school. They had beaten us three times. And we were playing them in the semifinals at my high school, and I uh, had to play the next, next day against. We were playing them in the semifinals, and they were a lot better than we were. And we played our fannies off. And um, guess what happened back then? It went in. The game was tied at the end of the game. Instead of going into an overtime, they went into sudden death. I was with a guy yesterday who was the only living member of that team, and Lord, they had a great team. It was sudden death. They get the tip. They take it to the other end. A kid named Thompson shoots it. It goes in the cotton-picking rim and, for some reason, flips out. Made the shot, just flipped out. They take, they give the basketball. We get the basketball, take it down the floor, and we got a big old kid about six, seven back then named Ray Carpenter. And I throw the basketball into Ray to shoot it. And Ray throws it back out to me, and I shoot it and make it. And um, I might brag about making it, but I'm just, just, it just dawned on me. That's a story that you don't want to hear, but you got to hear it since I got this floor right now. And uh, we beat Cherokee the next next day and got to go to the state tournament and played uh, Pell City and Bobby Skelton's team. Bobby's passed away. He was a great, he was a uh, not only a good quarterback at Alabama, but uh, it needs to be an Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. And he called a lot of NFL games. But Bobby played, and we won that game, and then got beat by Carbon Hill. So that's my story for today. You can say you can turn it back on if you want to now. That's all we got. Who did you see play yesterday? Well, I saw a lot of people play. I can't remember everybody I saw play, but I saw them play. I'm going back this morning and see them play. Spring Garden won the little one A, beat Gew in Alabama. Gew in Alabama has a has a big history for me. Because Hayden Riley, who was my high school coach and who helped bring me down to Alabama when I wanted when when I had a chance to go, uh, was from Cumin, and uh, that has a lot of history for me. For people that are listening to, don't care probably, but it does it does to me. And I got the show, so um, I can I Spring Garden played uh, Barry uh, uh, Hoover, who's a friend. Of, the coach is a friend of Jim's. Uh, they're big and strong and physical and. Um, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't. Uh, Spain Park, Spain Park lost by one uh, to to uh, to Opelika. Um, not say Auburn. I guess it is Opelika. Um, one point. They got two kids uh, who are very good players. I liked them a great deal. I was trying to look at them for my son. Um, but uh, one of them's going to Dartmouth. That's a real smart kid going to Dartmouth. But. Uh, that that was a good basketball game, and uh, Hoover's got a very big, big uh, Alabama was there to look at him. I got a big kid, a tenth grader, that is big, and he, he runs pretty well. He's he's a, certainly a prospect uh, at Hoover. So Alabama, I don't know who else was there to look at him. Uh, there is a prospect today today at uh, five forty five. Uh, I forgot who it is. Uh, uh, what's his name in, in Huntsville, Westminster? Uh, Stapler. Um, yeah, Stapler, I'm sorry. All right, Stapler, he'll be mad sure enough. I can't call his name, but 
anyway, he's got, they've got a prospect that they say Buckhorn's got a freshman that uh, everybody's yeah. ranting and raving yeah, about. Yeah, Buckhorn's got a freshman that uh, is really, really a good shooter. Uh, maybe not quite six five, but they, he's he's big and, and physical and for that size. And, and um, I just have gone to the state tournament ever ever since I was I was in the ninth grade in high school. So. Yeah, so yeah, Central of Phoenix City knocked off Spain Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they'll point. take on Hoover. Yeah. Uh, Should be a good. They played, I think they have played this year, Barry, and they split. Uh, Central Phoenix City, they made a big turnaround. They they weren't that good last no, year. No, they really weren't that. And they, um, and I won't get in and try to coach in just one of those things. So. All right, I'm actually headed up today to watch the 10:30 game, Aliceville, and watch Aliceville this morning uh, at 10:30. And Mars I'm, Hill, by the way, plays at nine o'clock. That's back in my old neck of the woods. The girls do. The, the guys got beat, but they say that the girls have a really good team. I wanted to watch them a little bit uh, play because I just just like basketball. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me make sure I'm right on that. You are right. Game is it is ten thirty, correct? To this morning. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. All right, uh, so I'll be up to watch the three seven three, which is the um, three numbers. If you live in Aliceville, they'll have you'll see all the three seven three shirts there. All right, Dad. New baseball rules. Do you like the new rules? And Aiden, if somebody called in on me and helped me, I know the once the in the MLB once the pitcher gets the ball from the catcher. And there's nobody on base. He's got 15 seconds to throw. I think he can step off the rubber twice. If there's someone on base, Dad, once the pitcher throws the ball to the pitcher, he has once tw- the catcher he, throws the ball to the pitcher. Once the pitcher catches it, the clock starts. He has 20 seconds with people on base. 15 with nobody on base. 20 with people and who, on and base. And I ask who times it? There's a clock. It's like a shot clock. That's what happens to me if I don't. You get a ball. So it's a ball. So if I don't throw the pitch and the 15 seconds runs out, the umpire raises his hand. It's ball one. So if it's it, if the count is if, if the count is uh, three and two, three balls, two strikes, I get a ball and the guy walks. Right. He walks. I, I'm not crazy about that. Really. Now they did have a situation like that. The batter has to be in there ready when the, by the time the clock's at eight. He can't jump in there at five. And so if he does that, it's a strike. And I so say that to me again. So the batter. Uh, the batter has to be in the box ready by by the time the clock is at least at eight seconds. That gives if he's not, it's a strike. So that way the bat you know, the batter's over there. Doing all that crap. Oh, 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 he's fixing his glove and fixing the chains around his neck. Yeah, and fix tightening his glove and whatever. So the bases are bigger now. They got bigger yeah. bases, and that's for safety. Safer, safety. Yeah. Yeah, safety there. Uh, and maybe and why, why does that? Why does that make it safer? Well, if you think about it, if you got your foot on a smaller base and a guy tell you to step on your foot, I would okay. guess. Uh, okay. So it's for safety. Now, Aiden, help me with this. Somebody call and help me with this. Did they say you can only throw to a base, like try to pick off two times, and if you try it the third time and it's unsuccessful, the guy gets the base? Am I right about that? That was my understanding, but I'm not going to pretend to be a baseball expert. <laughs> to me, that's kind of crazy. What's our situation for people on second that had tried to do last year? Uh, 
Well, I don't think they can do the shift anymore either. I don't think they can use the shift anymore either. That's so. ridiculous. So anybody that's a baseball nut that wants to talk baseball. I need call, to get John Cohen on. Call and talk. They say that these about 30 minutes are being saved. Now, one guy said the game was over in two hours and 15 minutes. He said, I like to be at the ballpark. So I just stayed there for another hour just walking around okay, looking one thing, at everything. The peanut popcorn people won't like it. <laughs> A guy selling that beer and it makes money on the beer sales. He ain't gonna like well, it. He either. ain't gonna like. It. He ain't gonna like it at all. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about. I'll, I'll get. I'll get John Cohen on on it. Yeah, we we'll get. We we'll get our boy oh. uh, Chris Hammond on or Lance Cormier, one of those guys. All right. Let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Abe in. Is that right? Is that? Did I get that right, Abe? Yeah. Yeah, Barry. I just wanted you listeners to be aware. I was watching last night. I watched that. 1A championship, I guess it was uh, Covington Christian beat, I think it was Oakmont for yeah. 1A, yeah. and I think Osful, aren't they playing St. Luke today? Episcopal? Yes, today. Yeah, that's on Channel 10, okay. and it's pretty good coverage. Uh, it's some of the some of the radio guys you hear on here uh, that's calling the game, but um, anyway, I just wanted you listeners to be aware, and Webb, you go ahead with them stories, man. We love your stories. Don't encourage him. Hey, don't. don't, don't. <laughs> he, thinks I'm bra- he thinks I'm bragging about that making that shot Do in you there. Not, when you I got- was telling him about a sudden death, and a sudden death, Barry never heard of that. I appreciate you saying that. Hey, People don't know, but sudden death is, is bad news. Abe, when you go to the zoo. Crap. And they have a sign up that says, Don't feed the animals. What is? Why do they say that, Abe? Don't feed the animals because you Cause, cause they get out of it gets out of hand. Yeah, and everybody wants to eat, and you keep encouraging. If you keep encouraging these stories, we I'm won't, e- tell you more we won't even have a show anymore. The seven o'clock hour. As long as you work in a Bear Bryant story every now and then, it's all good with me, buddy. Are you poor, okay. are you an Aliceville fan? Eh? Are you an Aliceville fan? I'm, I'm from around Gordo, and, uh, you know, we, we you know, Green Wave. a small place, you pull for everybody, and, yeah, the Green, Green Wave, Wave and, 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 and so, uh, but now, they only have one loss, and who handed them that loss, Barry? Uh, I think a little school, little 2A school here in town, Tuscaloosa Academy. I don't know. Okay. Think, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only loss they have. So, uh, <laughs> I think, I think Larry Blakeney, when I think, when I think y'all, Larry Blakeney's from there. Actually, now the Blake, game today. Larry Blakeney, yeah, yep. The He's game Blakeney, today with Aliceville. You're right. The Marsville girls are at nine, but when they have the state champion, they have more. To, so the Aliceville game will tip at 1045 if everything stays on schedule. So. And A right. says you can watch it on TV channel. You can also get on the NFHS network, but you got to pay for that. So, uh, thank All you. All right, pull, pull the jackets through. I'll try. Thank you. All right, yeah, the jackets. The jack. They've had that. Uh, they said they've had like three parades. They've. I mean, the. If you want to, I'm kidding about this. But if you want to rob somebody, if you want to rob a house, today would be the time to do it in Aliceville because ain't nobody going to be in Aliceville today. They're going to all be in Birmingham. I'm just kidding about that. It's just a little joke. Tom's going to be Tom's gonna be there. Who? Who? Is he talking to me? You hear him? You talking to me? Yeah, Tom's going to be there. Nah, Tom didn't know. He said he had a plumber or something. Well, he'll, guard, he'll, be, he'll stay there and guard, guard the city. Yeah, Tom can guard the city. So, all right, we'll take a break here. We'll get back. Uh, somebody called me about these pitch rules. Can you only throw to the base twice? Lance, you listen. 
If you're listening, call me up, 205 we, no, we ain't got no baseball listeners. We got some baseball. Somebody will know the rule. Can you only throw to the base twice? If if you don't pick them off, then they get the base. I guess that would keep them from taking off. But, boy, but once he's thrown over there twice, I'm going to be ready to go. Two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, or out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate. Whether it's a local move, out of town, people moving to the area, you just need to move stuff around the house. These guys will do it. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center on Wednesday, Friday morning, we've got a wreck on 2059 eastbound at Malisham Parkway. We've got significant delays. Everything else looks pretty good. Here's a super manager special at Towns of Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Towns of Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. You may be wondering where all those forecasted strong to severe thunderstorms are this morning. Well, they're still in Mississippi at this hour, but the National Weather Service says they're headed this way. They should be here between 9 and 3 today. That's caused the Weather Service to continue a slight 2 out of 5 risk for strong to severe storms. And a tornado watch has been issued for Fayette, Lamar, Marion, Walker, and Winston counties until 1 this afternoon. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very windy today. Gradient winds not related to storms could gust as high as 50 miles per hour at times. Thunderstorms this morning. Those storms could be severe. The sky clearing this afternoon. The high 75. Clear tonight. The winds calm down. The low 43. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Driving, you girls will from Italy, Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, Dad, now I know Mike Davis is our boy. I love yeah. Mike Davis and Antoine. Uh, he's four points short. Yeah, but here's the thing I don't like about this. Yeah, I don't either. All right. Pete Maravich only played three years in college. All right, this kid's played five because of COVID. All right, so Pete Maravich... In three years, averaged 44.2 points a game. I didn't realize that. All right, 44. So his freshman year, he averaged 40. I mean, this is 
Incredible. Yeah, it's 43.8 points a game. Sophomore year, 44.2. And his junior year, he averaged 44.5 for a t- career average of 44.2 points a game. Now, he did all this in three years. Yeah. Antoine Davis has played five years yeah. because of yeah. COVID. Now, I agree. He hasn't broken the record. Four points short. Their record is 14 and 19. Now, they're not going to get an NIT bid. But now they're talking about letting them go into the CBI. If you pay $50,000, you get into the CBI. And then whatever points he scores in the CBI would count towards his total. He would break the record. I don't like it. Your thoughts? I I, I don't want to get into that. I agree. (laughs) I think it's it's a little bit different than what Pete did, so. I think was on as you. I don't know if you were still with. Yeah, him, I was uh, on the on the bus with us when we went to Little Rock. Pete, when Pete passed away, he had he had five bad places in his heart, and um, didn't make it. But uh, nice guy. I got to I got to meet his wife uh, went last year, year before last, when I went down to the LSU game and visited with her. We bragged about the forty six or sixty four, whatever he got against us. It, and Tuscaloosa, we, we blew them out by one point. Um, so let me ask you this, though. It's okay. saying in 1966, he was a freshman, but a freshman could not play on the team. So he played on the freshman team and averaged 43 points. But those games don't count towards the record book because he wasn't on the – he was on the freshman team. So he did play four years, but he but one year was the freshman. How in the world does a guy average 40 – for a career, forty-four points a game. How without the three-point line? How is yeah. that even possible? I don't know, but he did. Well, t- I mean, you saw him play. Tell me, tell me he's about un- it. He's unbelievable. He just, you know, he just he take the basketball by you, and you just, you know, he just he couldn't he couldn't defend him. They got the ball to him a great a great deal, and which they should have. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, um, I don't, he had, he had skill level that that you wouldn't believe, and he. He worked at that skill level really hard, and um, of course, basketball was everything to him. And um, it was it was quite unusual, really. Well, you just I, I can't remember all of it, but it, you just couldn't defend him. He was terrific. Uh, yeah, the thing I look at it here, he wasn't like a ninety-something percent free throw shooter for his career. He shot seventy-seven percent from the free throw line. So you would have thought a guy that yeah scored that right. much would have been automatic from the free throw line, but yeah, that's right. Um, starting tomorrow, Barry and I discuss this, or he can discuss it as I go down the list. Alabama and A&M, which doesn't mean uh, as much now at 11 o'clock Eastern time on CBS. Uh, Alabama's won the, won the round robin and is getting ready to, to play at uh, at noon on Friday against whoever A&M uh, is going to be, regardless of what anybody's, I, I, I would say, going to be the number two and they will be in the other bracket down below Alabama. Georgia, South Carolina means nothing. They'd have to win the conference championship in order to go to the NCAA. Tennessee at Auburn is a big game for both teams. Auburn, um, uh, Bruce is upset about what went on at Alabama. And uh, I, don't, I certainly don't mind people being upset. I got upset myself some. So uh, that's a big game for them, having having lost on the last shot up there. Not lost, but uh, maybe been, been fouled, I'm not sure. Tennessee's coming in there uh, with a with a good team, with losing their star guard, which is really really hurtful to them. 
uh, there's a good chance, and I'm not saying this 100% anything I say, that there's a good chance that Tennessee will probably be in the bracket with Alabama. I could be wrong about that, but probably. The next game, Kentucky at Arkansas, is important for both teams. Uh, they, they, it just is. It, it's it's you know it means it means everything. You're sitting here with Arkansas at eight and nine. You're sitting here with Kentucky eleven and six. Arkansas and Mississippi State. It looks like it looks like uh, we'll be playing each other. That could be wrong. Mississippi State is going to Vanderbilt, and um, I'm, nothing is in stone. I hadn't studied it quite that hard. It looks like Alabama would play probably the winner of the Mississippi State Arkansas game uh, on that on that noon on uh, on that Friday. I could be I could be dead wrong about that, but that that's so they eight and nine, eight and nine play each other, and eight and nine will go against uh, go against Alabama. Okay, so Kentucky Arkansas is now it's on CBS as well, so you can catch that at one o'clock as soon if you still want to watch the Alabama game. All that thing is over. Uh, LSU and Florida. LSU's won three conference games. Florida is uh, without the big guy. Uh, they'll be they they'll soon get beat. And Mississippi State and Vanderbilt, huge game. Vanderbilt is better than we expected. Has played better. Um, I'm not a big Vanderbilt fan, but they have played better. And Mississippi State has come in with a new coach and um, whittled. Uh, I think the right word is sort of whittled away at what's going on. And, and you know, you think they're out because they can't shoot it, but they've sort of whittled away. And um, Mississippi State is 8-9, and nine, but Vanderbilt is 10-7. and seven. They could move to 11-7 and seven if they were able to, to beat Mississippi State. Missouri, um, I don't know. I don't know about that. And uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, Kentucky can move ahead of Tennessee because Kentucky beat them twice. So I could be, I could, it could be that Alabama and Kentucky are in the same bracket rather than Tennessee. So I should, I should clarify that. Uh, Kentucky's beaten Tennessee twice. And uh, if something happens that Kentucky were to win at, at Arkansas, and they could, and Tennessee were to lose at, at Auburn, then Kentucky would move to number three. And they would be in the same bracket as Alabama, but Kentucky is really, really struggling shooting the basketball. That's all I got. So if Vanderbilt wins uh, and Kentucky loses, they'd have the same record, but they split. So I guess it would go to, to Alabama. They both got – beat by them, then it would go down. So they Kentucky would probably get it over sweeping Tennessee. Uh, yep. Vanderbilt split with Tennessee, I believe. So because um, I, I was trying to see, did Vanderbilt have a chance to get the double by? I think Vanderbilt uh, lost both games. To Tennessee. No, they didn't. No, they beat them at the you're buzzer. Right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, the double by thing, if Alabama, well, Alabama, when they play Saturday, they're going to have six days off, which I think will probably be good uh, to get a little time to rest and heal up and take a few days off. And then I don't know when they'll go to Nashville. They'll probably go up Wednesday now. Um, uh, I, yeah, one other thing, too. Uh, Missouri, who's kind of in this thing as well, uh, was playing, is going to win, you know, probably against Ole Miss at home. Against They're playing at Missouri. And Missouri is is uh, going to be eleven and seven. There was a somebody on the, on television, a boy that uh, played at Missouri, was on the show the other night, said that 
Zurich and Louisville has several of them because they'd beaten them. Uh, they did beat Kentucky, I can recall that. Um, and they did beat Tennessee, I think. I'm not sure whether they beat Tennessee or not. But uh, Missouri is going to be at 11-17, uh, no doubt about that. So what you do, is, if you're trying to figure it up at home, you uh, you go head-to-head, I think, first. Barry can correct me on this. And if after you go head-to-head, uh, then you go to the top. Is that correct, Barry? Yes. And um, going to the top, the only person that benefits from going to the top is Tennessee. They benefit, uh, but but having been been beaten twice by Kentucky, they, you know, they're not as good good a shape. Yeah. So anyway, it should be uh, should be a good tournament. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of people there. I think it'll be a tough ticket uh, with Kentucky playing better. They like to get down in Nashville. It's easy for them to get there. We'll be interested to see. They're not playing better. Well, they sure are bad. Well, you're playing 19. better till the till the Vanderbilt game. One for nineteen. Do what? They're one for nineteen. Yeah, but well, they had beat Mississippi State, Tennessee, Florida, and Auburn all in a row. They had a four game winning streak, and then they dropped. Uh, what do you think about Arkansas? You seem to think that they are going to get in. I've, I've wondered. I guess you're right, but it, Arkansas is doesn't shoot it real well either. And um, they're playing. You know, they're playing Kentucky at home. Should be. Pretty interesting game, I think, on CBS. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up here the net rankings. Uh, which, yeah, do that for uh, me. So the net rankings, if you look at it for the SEC, uh, I'm going down doing it by conference here. So Alabama is number two uh, in the net rankings. Tennessee is number three. Arkansas, yeah, they're easily and they're 16 in the net rankings. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, against quad one teams, uh, Arkansas is three and eight. Tennessee is seven and five. Alabama is nine and four. Kentucky is twenty one. Uh, Texas A and M is thirty. Uh, I'm sorry, twenty six. Can you believe that they're twenty six in the net rankings and second in the league? Yeah, well, it's that non conference schedule. They played nine quad four games, uh, so that. Is what will get you there. Mississippi, I'm sorry, Auburn is 36, but they are two and nine in quad wood game, but six and one in quad two. Uh, Mississippi State 43, Missouri 49, Florida 59, Vanderbilt 84. So that tells me Vanderbilt is probably not getting in at that. So who, how many teams you think getting in? Let's see here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six. I think seven will probably get in. Yeah, I don't think eight will get in. I think it'd be six or seven. We'll see as they, um, you know, you got these smaller conference tournaments going on now, so teams are getting eliminated. I don't know that any of these teams are playing that uh, uh, would actually have a chance to get a bid, but uh, but there's a lot of tournaments going on now, and they'll actually have some uh, some games this weekend, some final games in order to for teams to go ahead and start punching their ticket to the NC. Double A tournament. Some people saying these pitch rules are ruining the game of baseball. They're trying to rush it up. So are they? I mean, I don't. Do you want it to go fast? Do you do you kind of enjoy the? Well, I want it to go. I want it to go a little quicker, but not fast. Yeah, I don't like them saying you can only throw over to a base two times. Uh, uh, what do you think? I, I I got the good fortune of getting to see uh, the the the. Uh, 
Louis Boudreau was the coach at Cleveland. He's the one that first started against Ted Williams, um, moving people over in the gaps. Uh, how do you like that route? How do you like them taking it out? Uh, I can't decide. I can't decide. Um, I know Lance Cormier, uh, we have on a lot, or not a lot, more, we need to have him on more, but he said he didn't ever want to shift when he was pitching. He said, I would hate when I have shortstop over a guy hit one right over there. Big, Who said that? Lance. He would pitch in the major leagues. He he would, he wasn't for it. Um, but, um, for he, no, I'm saying he didn't mind shifting, but he didn't want people shifting when he was pitching. Yeah. Uh, Lou Boudreau but, was, a, was one of the guys that first started. Nobody on, nobody listening to the show ever heard of Lou Boudreau. So. There you go. All right. Uh, first domain condos, a three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, condominiums, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all electric energy efficient appliances, internet and direct TV are provided for free, 10-foot ceilings with large patios with upper-level river views. They're gated. they got security cameras. They're located in the historic district of downtown North Portia, two minutes to downtown, five to the University of Alabama, so the location is great. They're running out of condos, guys. So if you want to get uh, if you want to get one, you need to hurry up. 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard on the inside the locker room one month free rent. Go to firstdomaincondos.com. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama football team has hired Harding Harper as assistant director of player personnel. Four-star class of 2024 athlete Jonathan Paler has narrowed down his schools to eight. Jordan Battle reveals the best trash talker that he faced while at Alabama. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on Wednesday, Friday morning, we've got a wreck on 2059 eastbound at Malisham Parkway. We've got significant delays. Everything else looks pretty good. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Very windy today. Gradient winds not related to storms could gust as high as 50 miles per hour at times. Thunderstorms this morning, those storms could be severe. The sky clearing this afternoon, the high 75. Clear tonight, the winds calm down, the low 43. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Don't rock the jukebox. Wanna hear some John? Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Uh, Dad, uh, Alabama uh, will travel over. Uh, didn't have a three-point shot. Yeah, so there's somebody texted me saying that, uh, yeah, Pete Maravich did not have a three-point shot. But uh, Alabama... We'll have six days off uh, now before they play again after Saturday. I think they're pretty much – I mean, I know they got a lot of depth, 
Uh, these kids are young, and they don't seem to be that fatigued. I know last the other night it was a pretty hard-fought emotional game. You probably had a hard time getting to sleep after the game, so I'm sure it, it was probably a drain. I would probably see these guys playing a lot of guys a lot of minutes uh, this coming Saturday, and then they have a lot of time off. How do you, if you're Nate Oates, what do you do? Take a couple of days completely off. How do you handle your, your team in preparation for the SEC tournament? I'll probably take two off. Maybe might take two off, practice one, take another one off, and go from there. Right now, if I'm, if I might just take one off, practice very lightly, another one off after after I practice a little bit. I, I would I keep them halfway fresh. But I, you know, you your guys when you're playing that many when you're playing that many games, or not many games, but that many people. You know, you you don't your your minutes for some of them are a little bit limited. So, um, I I just be sure if I felt like as the coaches they were live legged. That's all that. Whatever whatever they feel, they know about they know about your team. I don't. Well, I don't think there's any. There's obviously no pressure going to Nashville. You got number one C wrapped up. Uh, maybe not the number one overall. You're going to play in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, do you still approach it that you want to win the tournament? Well, I would when, think the tournament would be important. I, I would think so. I, I, you're right there. They will be, you know, footloose and fancy free if they if they catch Tennessee, uh, and they may not uh, in the second game. Um, you know, they're play, playing somebody that has beaten them, and they'll be after that after that game. I'm sure. With of course, he's got got a kid out. If they catch if they catch Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's a, a team that's come in and, and Alabama's cracked them pretty good. Kentucky's. Good three days a week and bad three days a week. So uh, Kentucky will be trying to do something if they, you know, if they, if they were to catch them. So uh, we'll see. But Mississippi, Mississippi State Arkansas game, if that if it falls that way, the winner of that game, uh, especially Arkansas, because they defend the three point shot so well, is uh, will be a decent game for Alabama. I'm gonna be interested. I'm gonna go up for the first couple of days, Jenny and I are until Friday. Um, I'm mean, be interested to see if the Alabama fan Aiden and Dad travels to Nashville. Now they've had a incredible season. Um, you know, Kentucky fans love the tournament, so they go. Well, they I wonder if they sold out their ticket a lot. But if anybody purchasing tickets and going up to the tournament can call us two zero five three four two. We had some real stars that went, but we, we never had that many people really come to our. I mean, in Birmingham, we did. They didn't travel with us. So I don't know what we'll do about next week's show. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, do it on telephone Thursday, maybe Friday too. We'll see. Might just take a day off. Well, I can Skype uh, from my phone, but uh, on we'll just be Thursday or Friday, uh, and they won't play on Friday at uh, at noon. So I'm um, be curious to see if if the Bama fan travels uh, to Nashville, and you know they should. It should be. A sea of red up there. If it was a football team, they'd be rolling up there. Uh, and then you're going to have, you're not going to have to travel if you're a big fan for the first round, first and second round, because that's going to be played right there in Birmingham. And then the next round is going to be uh, Louisville if they were to, to make it there. So that's, that's a drive as well if you're, you know, if you're here. Yeah, Louisville uh, trip's not bad. Though. Not, not bad. So um, be curious to see. Now, who, is there anybody, 
that needs to go there and play well? Could they play themselves out if they go and lose in the first round? Uh, Auburn, for instance. Um, Good. Mississippi State. Uh, I think Arkansas is pretty much in, especially if they win with their quad one wins and their net ranking is. I think Vanderbilt could play. I don't think. I don't. I don't think you play yourself in much in the tournament. I don't want to say that. I studied that thing, as you know, for a hundred years when I was coaching. I don't think you play yourself in. A uh, and M will show you that from from last year. You unless you win the win the tournament, even though you get in the finals. That's great and wonderful, but sometimes you don't get, you know, I hear people say they can just win two games of tournament. That doesn't mean anything. Most yeah, of the time. Yeah, so, Most of the time. Yeah, so I would think Florida's got to win the tournament. Georgia's got to win the tournament. Obviously, Ole Miss, South Carolina, LSU, those teams would have to win the tournament. Uh, the other ones, we'll see. Missouri, Vanderbilt, uh, Mississippi State, yep. Arkansas, what? Auburn. Sure. What happens to you, Barry, is that in these other leagues, uh, for example, I, I, I named Florida Atlantic today, so 27-3 or something. Um, if they don't win their tournament, the tournament winner goes. And if they're able to go as well, that puts a team in there you didn't think about. You're thinking that Florida Atlantic is going to win their league. It might not. Then if you go to other leagues and the upset upstart there that you thought sure that uh, they were only to have one team out of that particular league. Uh, somebody wins it, and the other team's good enough to go. Then there's there's two. So when that goes down, when that goes down all over the country, it eliminates people, and it cuts your number down from the eights to the sevens, to the sixes. I'm sure Alabama. I mean, I'm sure SEC will have six or more, or six or sevens, but I would say. Uh, but losing in the tournament, uh, and then. Uh, oh, somebody winning, I should say, in a tournament that wasn't supposed to go to the NCAA really messes up your your deal. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at Florida Atlantic, uh, and their rank is 15, so they probably will get in. They're 25 and three. They are two and one in quad one games, three and two in quad two, uh, and then they're obviously 13 and zero in quad four, seven and zero in quad three. But uh, yeah, if you're pulling and your team's on the bubble, you want Florida Atlantic to win the Conference USA tournament. Yeah. If they don't, then that's going to take up another bid from somebody. Yeah. Um, and so Davidson would be another. I'm going to look at Davidson. They are, no, I'm not sorry, not Davidson. Charleston is the other one. Do you realize what Charleston's record is? I think Charleston plays uh, UAB tomorrow. They are 27-3. and three. Well, I don't know why they would play UAB. Uh, they're let, they're uh, quad, but they have zero quad one wins and only two quad two wins. So at twenty seven and three, their net ranking is fifty three. They may get into the play in game or something like that. Um, Clemson, that who started out really well. Now they are four and three in quad one games, but their net ranking is sixty four. Gee, they've done, they've done well in the ACC, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, so that shows you how bad the ACC is. Uh, well, they were, and then they, they hit a little skid there. If Clemson doesn't get in, Ooh. could they have a coaching change there? No, they shouldn't. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think he deserves that. They, they've gone in and played well against people and beaten people, beat the Dukes and the North Carolinas. Uh, I don't think they should. Just because the league is – is not the Duke of North Carolina this of this century. Um, that's the way it goes. I, you know, we had I thought Jim did an excellent job yesterday, Larinaga, 
on our show. Um, you know, just you know, he didn't brag on his team, but he was he was, you know, appreciative of the way they played and what they've done. And he didn't he didn't carry on about North Carolina and Duke not being as good this year. He's just saying he's playing Pittsburgh for the championship. And so I, I just I hope that Clemson gets in because I feel like they deserve to, and I hope certainly hope that he gets the new contract. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think you just. I think they're going to be tired of his act there uh, just because he's been there so long. And when you're there that long, nowadays, I think we talked about this, you got to be doing something like Nick Saban or Mike Krzyzewski, whether they're still excited. If you've been kind of mediocre after about, I don't know how long uh, Coach Brown Well, but been. if you if you've been mediocre and then you get in this time, then it, it really yeah. makes you. They're building their program. That's, that's what the thought is. <laughs> <laughs> They're building their program. All right. Uh, let's talk about Constant Companion. We'll get to break here. We'll get our man Mike Brown in here in just a couple of minutes. But tell us about Constant Companion. Well, Constant Companion is one of my favorite places because uh, Sam's one of my favorite young ladies. Young dog. She's great. Uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital is uh, on an Aris Drive in, in, on 280. It's six three five zero three one three. I've I've been taking Sam since I got her down there, and she's doing well, and she's as feisty as she can be, and they do a good job of checking on her, even though when I take don't take her down there. So if you well, want to get half price on your first visit, I think you're gonna find Doctor Foster and his group very good. The numbers again is six three five zero three one three. Tell me you heard on inside the locker room. You listen, Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center on Wednesday, Friday morning, we've got a wreck on 2059 eastbound at Malisham Parkway. We've got significant delays. Everything else looks pretty good. Here's a super manager special at Towns and Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Towns and Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. In a collision. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Well, he outgrew his sequin suit, sold his trailways bus, let his hair get a little too Tails bid the dust. It's custom made, pearl inlaid guitar. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We've got Mike Brown. We'll call in just a couple of minutes here. We'll get Mike in. Um, Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, uh, then you don't want it. All right. Uh, we're going to go back to yesterday's. Uh, we didn't really play any of Nate Oates' um, press conference. And we've talked about Javon Quinterly, and I know as a coach, when a guy comes here uh, from Villanova, uh, has played really, really well a couple of years ago, um, then had a knee injury, had to fight his way back, had his position probably kind of taken. He wasn't ready to play, and he hasn't played well early, uh, but he's gotten better every month. I'm sure uh, how he played um, the other day was uh, – very, I guess, very pleasing to Nate Oates. I think he probably knows his kids struggled uh, with the injuries and all the different things. Let's 
play what uh, Coach said about his mental toughness there, uh, Aiden, about JQ and mental toughness. Here's what Nate Oates had to say. You know, we talk about different players' mental toughness. JQ showed a lot of mental toughness tonight. He's showing a lot for a guy that's fifth-year senior in March. Things haven't gone what we all would have hoped they would have gone for the whole year. People forget he's coming back from an ACL tear, and he came back faster than anybody ever imagined. So he played a lot of games early when he really wasn't 100%. He's 100% now, and I'm proud of the way he's been playing. He was, he was huge for us these last two games. All right, then go to what he said about uh, JQ's growth throughout his career. I think he's embellished the blue-collar winning attitude that we've tried to establish from year one. You know, he sat out as a red shirt because he was ineligible on the transfer, learned the system. He came in, first year he played was when we won the SEC. Last time we won the SEC regular season and, it, and the tournament both, he ended up being a tournament MVP. I think he, he he's learned how to be a winner. He's gotten better as a player. He's gotten better as a leader. If you could hear him in the huddles, and I'm so proud of him as a leader. And, I mean, <coughs> after the game, you know, he just gives you a big hug, and we, you know, we got a second one, kind of me and him together. I, 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 I mean, I, I love, I love, I love all of our players, but I, I love JQ. I mean, he's just, he's taken a lot from some different people, a lot of criticism, uh, unwarranted at that, but he's here. It's March, and we got March version of JQ. All right, then uh, how much does that mean to a you know the kid's been through a lot. Uh, came here, he uh, transferred from Villanova. They had an appeal. He lost the appeal. Had to sit out. Played, played really well. Then the next year, tears his ACL. Came back this year. wasn't starting. A lot of criticism about how much he was dribbling and turning the ball over. Uh, but kept working. Coach says now he's 100%. Uh, I think as a coach, you know how much these kids go through to see him do that. He's not scared of the moment. We know that. He actually wants the moment. Uh, just your thoughts about what JQ's done here uh, over his time. Well, I think he's played well. I, I don't know a lot about the dressing room. I don't know a lot about the interaction with the other kids. I get different reports on that. But, um, you know, his his abilities – and we know there were times we felt, or maybe people felt, I don't make comment much about all about basketball, but people felt that maybe he overdid it a little bit, handling the ball, and, um, and probably that that's probably correct, but you always look and see correct people after, after the fact rather than before. And he's played awfully well. Mississippi State game comes to mind. Game against Auburn comes to mind. Some, there were some other games that come to mind, and he's, uh, he's come in at the right time, and the coaches have done a good job of, of being able to bring him in uh, after after starting the game with somebody else, and uh, he's reacted very well. So, um, you know, my hats off to the coaching staff and to to the to him for playing the way he's played. I don't know if he'll come back for another year or not. I think it's up, up in the air, but uh, he's certainly been been a real catch for for Alabama since they wouldn't wouldn't uh, do anything for him up there. Would uh, you leave it completely up to him 
And would you want him back if you were Nate Oates? Obviously, when he's playing like this, uh, you want this version for sure. Now, we don't know the how he is in the locker room and no, I don't. and all those things. Um, but I think this version of the player, he absolutely would like to have back, although he'll be – they'll start calling him the uh, – what's your quarterback in Georgia's name? Stetson Bennett of college basketball. Um would you want him back if you were Nate Oates? Well, I think that's up to Nate. And it's, well, it's up to Nate, but the assistant coaches can chime in on that. And also, also, I think Barry, it's according who they what they're getting recruiting. I think the recruiting factor comes into play here. There are some kids they've already committed. There are some kids that they're trying to hang on to, I guess, or or offering or whatever. But uh, I think that I think that's the big key: who who we're getting. Um, who have, what have we told the guys that we're getting? You know, we're we're losing Quinley, so you can come in and do this and that. You know, what have they told the the prospects? That's 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 the way I would do it. <laughs> All right, uh, crank it up here, Aiden. <laughs> and you know what that means? We're getting right up to the Alabama One Hotline. My main man, Mike Brown. Good morning, Mike. How are you? <laughs> Hey, good morning. Thanks for letting me be a little bit late this morning, Barry. That's all right. We uh, we'll find you. We'll send you a fine for being a little late. Uh, nah, it's uh, I know you got a lot more important things to do to talk to Dad. Uh, that's probably low on your list of importance uh, throughout the week. But uh, we appreciate you squeezing us in anytime you can. Tell us what's happening over at the Alabama One, Mike. Oh, we appreciate it. And look, if anything else I'd like to do is chat with you guys. If it's talking about Alabama one and we can squeeze in some Florida State from time to time, call call me a, a something to look forward to on Friday. But look, new month, new fun promotion at Alabama one. Just kicked off a, a, a promotion kind of focusing on recreation and, and ag type equipment and vehicle financing. And we're doing we did this last year for a period of time, but we're starting a little bit earlier and we're giving away a big green egg every week. Uh, as we try to focus some attention on our uh, recreation and equipment loans. And I'd recommend everybody to go to our website, alabama1.org. Take a look right on the homepage. There's a big flyer about it. kind of tells you what would qualify, what wouldn't, how we could get you taken care of. But really, just we talk about low rates. We're known to, to have great rates on car loans. We do a lot of great mortgage loans. But sometimes people forget that we do everything from boats, RVs, jet skis, golf carts. Uh, we even do mini excavators and we do tractors and different trailer components and implements financing. We do a ton of that stuff. And so we just wanted to start a little bit earlier this year in March. We did it full into summer last year, but we know a lot of people are out there getting ready for the warmer months. You get that little teaser spring, that little teaser warm weather and start thinking about it. And we want to be that, that financial partner to help you finance what you need to do this year. Uh, no doubt. Uh, you guys got uh, so many different products and services. Mike, uh, just tell everybody if there's a particular area, like you're talking about a mortgage, a car loan, a credit card, but they want to come. And they can do a lot of this stuff online, which I appreciate that y'all's online is that easy to maneuver. But they want to come in and talk to somebody. Uh, tell them, Mike, what's the best way to do that? Uh, I appreciate that, Barry. And you're right. We do at, at Alabama Lynn Credit Union. We have a financial product or service to service just about every need. And sometimes that can become intimidating. So we have plenty of information. If you're the kind of person that wants to do a little bit of research, see what we have, go to our website, alabama1.org. You may just want to come just and say, um, I don't know what I need, but this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to save up for that first-time homebuyer program that we talk about sometimes on the air. 
Um, I need to get a, another vehicle because my kid's about to turn 16. You may not know what exactly you need, but you may know what your situation is. And we'll invite that conversation into any one of our 18 locations in the state, soon to be 23. And then you can even give us a call at 800-225-0110 and just have a few questions and we'll get you to the right department. Sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. I don't know how to talk to somebody about mortgage. Well, that's totally fine. That's why we're here. We're here to talk to you and walk you through it. If we have a service or or product that helps you out in your financial life, we're going to try to offer that or put the right pieces together to make your uh, financial picture whole. No doubt. Uh, Mike, tell everybody where all your locations are. You got the main branch right there in front of the, uh, up right up from the mall there. But uh, tell everybody where all you guys are located. Oh, absolutely. So definitely centered out here in Tuscaloosa. Like you said, main branch right there in front of the Home Depot, close to the University Mall. We got branches all over. We got Northport over there by County High, across from Chick fil A, down on the Skyland. We got a couple branches even down into Taylorville. And don't forget, we got branches maybe where some of you or your relatives are living over in Pickens County, Fayette County, Marengo County. Um, we got branches all over to service your needs. And of course, the one that's with you at all times, www.alabama1.org. And you can start your venture. If you just happen to be driving through a different part of Alabama and want to see if we have a branch, there's a locations button right there take you right to one of our uh, one of our many locations to service you because like you said in the previous calls we have those new anytime teller machines we've really been championing and if you find yourself out of the market need to video call a teller or have access to your cash we can take care of that with one of those machines as well so pretty much everywhere you can do your business we're trying to be there well i say this pretty much every week and i, and I uh, keep saying it because i mean it uh, one of the best things about alabama one yeah the products services all that stuff is top notch but you deal with uh, quality people uh, that that will sit down. They'll be patient with you, uh, Mike, which you guys were patient with me, and I, I require a lot of patience. Uh, so I personally want to tell you I appreciate that. Uh, that's, you know, sometimes your money, your mortgages, your, your car loans, even credit card rates, that could be stressful conversations. You guys are very professional about it. Uh, you don't make anybody feel bad about where they are, and so I'm going to, uh, thank you guys uh, personally for that, and hopefully, uh, you know, the other people and customers have those same experiences. Oh, I really do appreciate it. We're just uh, people helping people, and I'm, I'm really happy to hear that we've been able to help you. And look, anyone listening, if we've been able to help Barry, I'm sure we can take care of you. Yeah, I'm not easy, so if you can take care of me, you can take care of me. <laughs> Mike, have a great weekend, my man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right, there's Mike Brown with Alabama. One. All right, we get back. We'll have our Tuskers Academy report. Uh, Julia Pfeiffer, dad, will will join us, and you will know her father very, very well. Uh, that's Spencer Birchfield's daughter there, so maybe we can get some dirt on Spencer while we're uh, talking to Julia. You listen to Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Do be careful, and if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan, $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas, and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. 
Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All state insurance and Drew Conifer. He's my agent. Let Andrew become yours at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. She'll take great, he'll take great care of you. You're looking for home, life, auto. I made the switch over a couple years ago. I've been very pleased. 205-722-9201 or go to the Andrew Conifer Facebook page. All right, we're going to get right to the Andrew Knifer hotline. Every Friday, uh, Aiden and Dad, as you guys know, we've had uh, coaches, we've had the head of the school on, we've had athletes, we've had um, the head of the board on. And today I'm very happy to have this brought to you by Tax, the Director of Admissions and Enrollment at Tuscaloosa Academy. Uh, actually, Tuscaloosa Academy is very lucky to have her uh, dad. Um, you know, sometimes when you deal with people in admissions, they not very helpful. I've had to deal with Julia a lot, uh, especially a lot last year. And she was always like, let's find a way, if, if at all possible, let's find a way to make it happen. And that's what you want when somebody is dealing with kids and trying to get somebody in school is Julia Pfeiffer. Good morning, Julia. How you doing? Good, Barry. How are you today? We're we're doing good. Uh, as I said, Julia is the director of admissions and enrollment at Tuscaloosa Academy. I know uh, last Sunday there was an open house there just to invite people in the community to, to come in. And if uh, Julia, if anybody missed that opportunity, I know you would love to to sit down with them, uh, regardless of uh, the age, from kindergarten all the way up to to seniors in in high school. There, just talk about the process of that and what your role is. Is it Director of Missions and Enrollment. Absolutely. You know, uh, we actually enroll from three years old all the way up to 12th grade. So um, if you weren't able to make the open house, I would love to meet you and give you a tour. Um, I'll even stay after school hours if that works best for your work schedule. But um, you just reach out to me at Jay Pfeiffer, that's J-P-H-I-F-E-R, at TuscusAcademy.org. Or you can call up to the school and ask for me, and um, I'll get that scheduled. And, again, you know, I'm really flexible. I can do it during school hours. I can do it after school, whatever works for the families. So talk a little bit about the, the what you guys can do. You can bring them over there and all the different things that, that Tuscaloosa Academy can offer. Uh, you know, there's a great academic experience, obviously a great athletic experience. It's all, all right there. Just kind of talk about some of the things going on at TA. Yeah, sure. You know, TA um, – is um, we have about 480 students, but, you know, one of the things that makes us special is we are a small school and we really believe in keeping those class sizes small. So you're going to really get to know your teachers. Um, you know, the average class size is from 12 to 15 students. Um, we really focus on foreign language here at TA. We're really proud about that. Um, and we also are a Apple school. So all of our students get a one-to-one device, whether it's an iPad or a MacBook, um, that's included in your tuition and fee structure. So students are getting, um, you know, that tech experience at a really young age. Uh, talk a little bit about, maybe brag a little bit. I know uh, a lot of the kids <laughs> that, that, that come there, 
uh, you know, they're prepared when they get to college. Just about everybody yeah, over there wa- wants to go to college. The ACT scores are are really good there. The preparation uh, for college is is really good. When they get there, they're not overwhelmed. Just just brag a little bit how TA prepares. Yeah, I, I mean- I can speak from personal experience. I graduated from TA in 2007, and I was so prepared for college. I was, you know, I had the time management skills I needed. I had the study skills I needed um, to succeed. I mean, college was easy for me, um, and I felt a lot of my peers didn't feel the same way. So we have something we're really proud of in our upper school called the 30-plus club. Um, Those are students who make 30 and above on ACT. You know, once you really start getting into that score, you're offered more um, opportunities for presidential scholarships. Um, We do a college tour um, in upper school, and that really gets students onto campuses they may not have considered before. But, you know, ultimately, you know, here at TA, you're going to go off to college and you're going to be prepared. And that's kind of what I tell families is your return on your investment. If you're going to pay for tuition, you are going to see your kids succeed. When they leave this place, you know, we, we talk about academic excellence. We surely want them to experience that while they're here at TA, but the goal is for them to really experience that at the next level. Uh, Dad, I heard you say, Ooh, that's important. Uh, when you're dealing with director admission, sometimes, Dad, you and I have dealt with them at all the different schools we've been at. They just look at the paperwork. Yep, you can't get him in or can't get her in. But sometimes I like the people that say, hey, let's look at it. And let's find a way to make it happen. Dad, how important is that to have somebody in admissions that is re- really willing to help? Well, it was really important for me on, on a little bit of another level when I was trying to get a guy that could really play. And sure. <laughs> well, I try to do the same thing with Julia. She knows that. Hey, this guy can play. Is there any way, any way we can get this done? And she's going to do what's right. But uh, well, she you're gets really, it. You're really sweet. I mean, and, you know, we are going to make sure. I mean, we do have some, you know, some academic some admissions you know, minimum requirements that students have to meet. But every time, you know, Barry has, you know, told me, you know, in the past about a student or, you know, now they, they come through me. But, um, you know, these are just kids who want to be here. And they're, they're kids that not only may want to excel, like, on the court or the field, but they really want to, you know, they're hungry for, for academics in the classroom, too. And so it's, it's a really easy, you know, to see. Um, you know, we have great kids here. I could brag on our students all day long, but these kids blow me away every day. No um, doubt. No, no yeah. doubt. Julia, uh, one of the things we have to discuss, uh, we were in the AISA for, I don't know how many years now we're in the AHSAA and there are certain rules and we're not going to go over the rules today, but, uh, if a kid is thinking about making the change and, and, you know, and does like to play, uh, sports, uh, probably, you know, middle school, even elementary school is a good time to do it. Once they get up into the high school years, uh, there are some rules that might keep them from playing there. So maybe just talk about it. If there's a middle school kid, an elementary kid that's thinking about doing it, now may be the time to at least schedule the meeting with you so we can at least, you know, educate them on the rules in, in case they want to make the change. Yeah, you know, so you, every case is different, so I won't go into the little finite details of of the specifics, but absolutely. So with the AHSAA, which I think Barry and I can both agree, I mean, we have been so pleasantly surprised at just the way we've been performing in this league. Um, we're a 2A school, but um, so the seventh grade is when, or eighth grade actually, is when the eligibility requirements start kicking in. So middle school really is a great time to come in and um, start playing without having to, 
either sit out for a year or playing. Once you get into upper school, if you make a move, you may only be able to play JV for a year. But again, ninth grade is a great time to come because most of our ninth graders are still on a JV team. So, um, and again, um, there's some other, you know, rules here and there, but we won't go into all those details, but absolutely. I, I think seventh to ninth grade. And again, if you're a sophomore, junior, senior, we'll absolutely love to talk to you and we'll, we'll let you know all the details. But, um, those, the seventh through ninth grade is really kind of the sweet spot yeah, um, for sport. No doubt. Uh, dad, you know, uh, Spencer, you oh, and yeah. Spencer go way back. Julia, if yeah, you need oh, any dirt back. on your daddy now, my dad can help you <laughs> out with anything there. So I don't, I don't have that much time. You Really? <laughs> How is Spencer on the golf course, Dad? Does he, does he behave on the He's golf course? He's a good place. It, this game's gotten really good. Yeah, we used to go, we used to go down, we played down in, uh, where they have the, the big tournament down in uh, in Florida, we we'd go down there together and we we play gin all night and golf all day. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, right. he loved, my dad loves to play golf and he loves you know basketball. He he played at TA and he's been my dad's been waiting forty years for this a team like we got at Alabama right now. I haven't <laughs> seen him this happy in a long time. So. He's loving that. Yeah. Well, Julia, we appreciate it. All right. Once again, I'm looking here. Is this phone number correct? 205-758-4462. Would that, would that get uh, get them to you if they dial that number? Yes. If, if they dial that number, they're going to get Miss Becky at the front desk, who's a wonderful lady. But just ask for me, and I would love to help you out. All right. Or Jay Pfeiffer, P-H-I-F-E-R, at Tuskless Academy. Uh, dot org. Julia, I appreciate you uh, and all you do there and all your help. You're always Thanks, a pleasure Jerry. to deal with. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Um, Julia does. She's you ever, just people you go see, they just make you feel good and, and that you realize that they're really trying to help. So I really, if you're, rec- if you're thinking about making a move, just go over there and visit with her and uh, she can kind of give you all the ins and outs of Tuscaloosa Academy. All right, Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. They'll come right to you, pick up all the laundry, get it cleaned up, and deliver it right back from the suits, the dresses, the dress shirts, the golf shirts. Those golf shirts over 100 bucks, Aiden, so you can't put those in the washer and dryer. Give them a call today, 205-391-0034. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851. Rice Monroe. We'll try to get Coach Sonny Smith, and we'll ask him, was Bruce Pearl out of line by what he said to the radio crew? Crap. Sonny wasn't there, though. I wish Sonny would have been there. Sonny's not going to say how bad he thinks the officiate was. I guarantee he thinks that. We're going to ask him, though. You know that. You listen to Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. You may be wondering where all those forecasted strong and severe thunderstorms are this morning. Well, they're still in Mississippi at this hour, but the National Weather Service says they're headed this way. They should be here between 9 and 3 today. That's caused the Weather Service to continue a slight 2 out of 5 risk for strong and severe storms. And a tornado watch has been issued for Fayette, Lamar, Marion, Walker, and Winston counties until 1 this afternoon. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Do be careful, and if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. 
Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Lace up. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very windy today. Gradient winds not related to storms could gust as high as 50 miles per hour at times. Thunderstorms this morning, those storms could be severe. The sky clearing this afternoon, the high 75. Clear tonight, the winds calm down, the low 43. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside Lucky and Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. I'm looking right here at the uh, website. New inventory, used inventory, uh, used vehicle specials. Uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota does a great job. Try it before you buy it. Tuscaloosa Toyota's rental uh, department lets you test drive a new Toyota for a weekend or an entire week. They also, uh, right here on the website, you can schedule your service. Everybody's uh, busy. You can go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Uh, select schedule service under the schedule tab, enter your information into the system and you choose the best time available for you. Uh, Dad, I know you've dealt with Justin and David out there and they've done a great job for you out at Tuscaloosa Toyota. All right, we'll get right to the Tuscaloosa Toyota hotline, bringing our main man every Friday, 815, Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. How's everybody? All right, now, Coach. Uh, everybody's good. Does Bruce Pearl do the radio? The, is that his coach's show that he does basically right after the game? Does he just grab the headset, answer y'all's questions, and then he's got the yes. show, show done? So um, he goes to the press conference first, and then he can, he comes out after that, and uh, he pretty much takes the mic and answers questions. He basically makes a statement and then answers any questions that Andy me. I never, I'm, I, I, I. Give him my my microphone, so I know I'm not there. When it's so there. he has your headset when he's doing that. Yeah, yeah. You may have to get a new headset. Uh, he threw it. Did you know that he threw the headset? Did he, did he throw it? Yeah. And I'm standing there and I didn't see it. He, he threw. It. I might have had to squeal on that. So yeah. I might have to pay. He threw it. The Alabama game wasn't your headset. Yeah, he threw it. He threw the headset. But to me, he like did the interview right after the game, which he was very emotional, and uh, he he said some things that he may regret. Uh, that talked about they were getting, and he screened the word smashed going to the hole, and 
uh, he at the very end, he's what did he say it was a joke or whatever, and he threw the headset and walked off. Very, and I told Des, Ooh, I, you know, trying to do that interview right after that game with all the emotion of it. Uh, he had an opportunity to knock yeah. off Alabama. He had a seventeen point lead. You're just so emotional. That's difficult to do and then do a, do a do an interview right there right after. Yeah, that. I think that was an interview with television. Probably, it, 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 I didn't see him do that at our place. Maybe he did, but uh, I, I I give him my headset and I stand back and I, I cannot tell what he's saying, but I know he was very emotional and that was a, that was a terrific upset to, to him. The game. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have upsets because of the size of his guards. I mean, it's always. No matter how good you play, before it's all over, uh, they seem to take advantage of his small guards because he doesn't get any bigger coming off the bench either. Well, they shot they shot the ball well in the first half. They just couldn't defend the dribbler. Yeah, um, they can't. They 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 have trouble once the ball goes on the board. It, you got you got to be for the Tigers. You got to be a three three man rebounding team, and they they don't get any rebound out of their guards. So it's. Uh, yeah, they are getting beat on the boards kind of bad right now. Uh, Tennessee loses uh, one of the better players that you know they everybody plays what they've got. Uh, everybody loses guys. They're coming in there and Auburn. I think felt like that uh, probably they got fouled on the last play at at Tennessee and wasn't called. And I think I think they're probably correct. Uh, they are. They, they were in my eyes. I thought we got fouled. Uh, Tennessee game. Um, would it be would it be like it always is for that game, last game of the year? And and I think I don't know whether you're whether everybody's speculating as to whether you know you you get 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 in the NCAA tournament. I think you will, but it, winning that game would kind of put you over the hump, wouldn't it? I think everybody feels it's it's a must, but I, I believe we'll make it regardless. But I think the, the general feeling, the public, and some of the news media. Feels like it's a must win, but uh, I, I, uh, I think if you're going to play for any kind of seed or anything like that, you're going to have to put, win this game. Uh, how, how hard is it to get back after that emotional? I mean, they they shot 12 of 20 the other night from three. Katie Johnson uh, shot the ball extremely well. Flanagan uh, played probably as good as he's played all year. They had three guys foul out there at the end. Uh, really, at that game, if they win that game, they're probably in. Because uh, Cartwell got hurt his ankle down there late in the game. It's that was an emotional, hard fought, aggressive game that would wear yeah. you out. Uh, how hard is it to get these guys up, ready to play against a really physical, good Tennessee team on Saturday? Well, the physicality of the game worries me probably more so than he him. Uh, uh, I look at the size of our guards and, and uh, about the way they are pushed around to a certain degree. And Flanagan is more of an inside player as a guard than anything else. And they, so they end up being really small at the guard position. And, and and they don't go to the backboard the way they need to to make it a better rebound defensive rebounding team. They're always looking to run because we've been able to do, rebound pretty well. But now lately... Lately, the rebounds are not coming like they did before, and I don't know what I don't know if it's fatigue, uh, guys playing too many minutes, or other teams just got better. I don't know what it is, but we're getting we're getting whipped with team getting offensive well, rebounds against them right now. 
I, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to agree with this, and Barry Barry won't either. I think you're a better team without Broom. <laughs> no. Well, no, but here's the here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, if you had a uh, if you had a backup that was going to ever score, you know Dylan Cardwell is not going to score a basket. He may get if it's if if he gets a basket, it's going to be a dunk. Yeah, but he does such a great job of everything else. Uh, so you got to play Broom for offense, and you don't have a third guy. Uh, but uh, Broom has uh, Broom Broom gets into foul trouble real quick because he's a reacher and a grabber. And uh, he stays in foul trouble, but he's a he's good a offensive post player. Oof. What'd you say? He's a bad passer. Well, now he has not been great at that, but I think a lot of that's got to do with the movement of the people on the perimeter once he gets fed. And uh, they're standing, looking, spotting up for threes, and uh, he's going to put, he's going to catch, look, put it on the floor before he gives it up. And uh, I think that gives people time to surround the perimeter uh, catchers, you know, and, and that's hurt a little bit. I'm, not, I'm glad you mentioned that. that has been a problem. Yeah, he's only shooting uh, that and coach 52% from the floor. I don't care, I don't care what he shoots. No he's lead the team in Don't scoring. Doesn't make any difference. He shoots bad shots. But coach, that said they'd be better without him. I didn't say be better without him. They'd be better if they had a great center. Uh, but they don't. He's the best of the people they got, and he, uh, he he he's an effort player now. He gives good effort. He runs the floor pretty good. His hands are pretty good, uh, but he's outsized a lot in the post, and that uh, certainly certainly doesn't help. But uh, he he doesn't get a lot of help on going to that offensive board. They're looking to protect back on the rebounds, uh, on the runouts more than anything else. Uh, Coach, do you believe? When you get to the tournament, I always hear people say, well, they got to get one win in the tournament to make the NCAA tournament. I've always found that the tournament really doesn't have anything to do with uh, teams, obviously, unless you win it. Uh, do you think the field's pretty much set once these teams get to the tournament? Now, then if you have some upsets in conference tournaments where teams make it that weren't going to go, then that knocks teams off the bubble. Yeah. But do you think these teams are showing up in the – Nashville, not the ones that are definitely in, but maybe the Auburns and Vanderbilts and Mississippi States where they can play their way in without winning the tournament? I think that uh, I, I think that a lot of coaches have used that as a, a motivator. Now we got to win a game and we got to win a game in a tournament. We're not going to get in type of attitude. And I think I think that's got a lot to do with you got to be you got to be pretty high in the standings to get in with uh, and a, a quick loss in, a, in the tournament. You need those wins to protect yourself, I think, in a tournament. I think some teams played herself in. I think we had done that before when I was at Auburn. Yeah. Played in because of the tournament wins. Yeah, no. I have a lot of people ask me about you. At, at the, I've been going to the state tournament. And I said, I don't know. Last time I saw me watching cowboy movies. I said, I never. I never, I never <laughs> yeah, and I, I saw a real good one the other day. I got to tell you about that sometimes. Uh, they're, they're getting back to the old days. Uh, get some of the real good ones out there now. Yeah, it it makes my day. Cowboys make your day. Cowboy cowboy movies make my day. How would you do? Uh, how would you defend Brandon Miller, uh, Coach? Denying the ball be the only way. <laughs> I think 
that I think the only, about the only way to stop him. I, I, he's the best player at his position in the league. I think there may be some that are right up there with him, but I don't think so. Yeah, he's, he's a, a guy. He's an yeah, when he drives, he's a great driver. And if he gets all the way to the hole, yeah. if he misses, he's so long, he rebounds it and puts it back in. I mean, this kid, yeah. he can shoot it from three. Uh, the moment's not too big. The more spotlight that's on him, even if negative, he goes to South Carolina and gets 41. I mean, you just don't see many kids this tough mentally, no. this young, do you, Coach? No, I think uh, I think what I said is the only way you got to keep him from getting the ball. Yeah. And if you can't keep him getting it, you got to make him catch it in a bad position where he's pushed out on the floor a little bit. Then then you've got to be able to guard the fact that he can jump straight up and shoot it or he can and drive on you. He's, uh, there's not a better I, – I, I hope I'm not being foolish to say this. There's not a better player on, in the prim, on the perimeter in the Southeastern Conference than that guy, I don't think. Yeah, that. Uh, Alabama's got a heck of a team. I, I mean, I, I, Yes, they do. You're not, you're not on here to comment on them particularly, but uh, – you know, there's so many teams in the in the NCAA this year that are not great. They're good, and naturally, the, the NCAA finals are in Houston. But Alabama's probably got a shot. You know, the better best shot they've had to get to the final four. Never been to one. Yeah, I I, I think teams are built now to make the three. And the second thing they build is to get into the lane on the dribble. And uh, the physicality part of it is some stuff has separated into only post players only. And it looks that way when you look at the way a team is constructed. Uh, but uh, now, what did you say about NCAA play? I, I well, I, I, just, I just feel like there's not a lot of great teams in the NCAA. They're good teams. Houston's good. Uh, Purdue comes sometimes good and sometimes they're not. Um, uh, UCLA, Barry likes UCLA a lot because he thinks they're so good defensively, and I guess they are. Um, but just somebody just jumped. Uh, Kansas is good one night, bad the next. Um, so Alabama is in a situation where they've got the best chance they've had in a, in a long time to get to the Final Four. Yeah. You know the one thing that, Teams are built now to shoot to three and, and make the drive. You know, to drive the ball or shoot to three. And you don't see teams that, that get in trouble, say, and then run a set. There's not many set plays involved anymore. And sometimes uh, it looks to me like you just don't know where the shot's coming from. I, I think the re- real thing with uh, running some sets occasionally is you've got rebound position. You run the... You run the offense to get the rebound, you know, to a certain degree. And I don't think you see much of that. Floor spread, uh, nothing absolutely said except the dribble drive. Uh, and you know, you'll circle them maybe across, around the post area one time, but not much is run. And it's worked extremely well, but I still think there's a play for – I think there's still a use for set plays. Yeah, there's, there's also run. you don't you just don't see as much post play. That's not anything new. No, you, you just don't see no. it. Um, it's uh, I tell you, do you see you see a really a lot of post screening though, and 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 a lot of passes to the backside, which are pretty effective. Uh, yeah, uh, well, post player post player screen makes a big difference because that's the one disadvantage on the switch that you're going to have. 
you know, you can on perimeter, same size, same quickness. You can switch, 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 but you can't switch both screens all the time. Uh, is Nate Oates coach of the year? I guess the other two guys would be Buzz and the coach from Missouri uh, could possibly be up there. But think Nate Oates win that win and coach of the year, uh, coach? Oh yeah, yeah. He had the I'm best. Not, team. I'm not sure. And he had the best team. I don't know that from a standpoint of coaching them up. Uh, you you look at guys and you think Buzz does a real good job with his team. And I do like what I do like what the Missouri guy does. I think he's uh, think he's really good. Uh, he I don't I don't see in the league watching games. I don't see a bad coach. I I just see too many same style teams, and I think you have to build them that way anymore. And I don't I, you know you don't see this is my style. It's totally different. It's hard to guard. You don't see anybody saying that very much. And it may be there. But it's usually usually everybody's offense looks basically the same. Yeah, um, Dad, you said you didn't know what because of the Brandon. Well, Nicole. I I I I shouldn't have said that. I, I don't. I mean, I think he is. I I don't know. Uh, with controversy has come up that that would affect it. I should I should have put it like that. Yeah. On notes, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. If if you know the media, national media is out to. Everybody wants to be so negative, and they don't even know the facts, and they want to just crush yeah. Alabama and Brandon Miller. They don't know Brandon Miller at all. Uh, everybody I talk to says he's a great kid, and um, but you know how the media is, don't you, Coach? Yeah, gotta get, gotta get. Talk about the coach that gets them to play the hardest. You talk about that coach that gets the floor balance, space properly, and you can't run around and say he runs this great thing or that great thing. If you keep him space for the dribble, get them wide open for a three, and decide where they're going to be an all-out run team or, or how they're going to do that, then I, I think the coaching part of it is a little bit less than it used to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean that they're not as good. They just don't run as much stuff or do as many things. Well, you know, these post guys now that can shoot, so Dad and I were talking about, if you have Javon Quinnery with the ball, Brandon Miller setting a ball screen and a stone cold shooter in the corner. There ain't no way to guard that, is there? I mean, the guy comes no, to the ball screen. No, no. If you help, he throws the corner. You switch, or he can pick and pop. Yeah. If you don't help, then Quinlan's at the at the rim shooting a layup. I, I don't know how you guard that stuff. If you have the guys yeah. that can do all those Wait. things. Barry, you and do do you recognize this as much as I do? Everybody, almost, I would say eighty percent, put or be be a low figure. Everybody that catches the ball stands and holds. Very rarely does a guy hit a ball, uh, hit a ball hit his hand that uh, he gives it back or does something quickly. Everybody is a catch and look, take time where I can get in that gap or I can shoot a three. And I think that stalls up offenses to a certain degree. Yeah. And it throws you into to where you're not running anything. You're going to be, uh, uh, it, it's going to be all dribble, dribble drive, fake and jump shoot, whatever. I I, uh, I think that uh, this catching and holding hurts the game. So anytime the ball goes from point to the wing, that wing player will take the ball and face up and look for something for himself first. Very yeah. rarely, especially on the strong side, you see it. Yeah, well, now you catch it, and what do you do? And you catch the ball, 
and you're calling for a ball screen. So you're wait, you're holding the ball, yeah, waiting on the it. ball. It's not catching reverse, reverse the ball, move the ball. No, it's catch no. it, hold it, and get your hand up and wave the guy that set the ball screen. And you play off the ball screen, and and your yeah. offense dictates how they play. I don't know if that's the best it. way, but that's what everybody's doing. It must be it must be the thing. Yeah, because everybody's doing it. It's not one of those things. Well, he does it. He does this. He does that. They all do that. And I, I, it must be the best thing because <laughs> they all want to do it. No doubt. Well, Coach, we appreciate you being on. I know you'll be on the call uh, for the Tennessee game there. Are you going to Nashville? Are you going up for the tournament? No, I, I won't travel with the team. Okay. Uh, and y'all know the, y'all know the reason sure, why. Sure, sure. Well, we appreciate you being on. Thanks, and hope thanks, you guys, I hope Dan continues to get better. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Yeah. We've had a fairly good week. Thank you, Ash. Uh, thanks for having me on, fellas. Thank okay. you, Coach. Talk to you later. Did he not know that Bruce Pearl? Th- I don't think he knew that he threw the headset. Did he, Dad? No, he, Barry, Barry he, 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 he was talking about down there. He, he never caught, caught any of that. Did he watch the game? Yeah, he watched the game, but he didn't know anything about what happened after it. He had it mixed up with Like, I was talking to a guy from Stretch Zone the other day. He called me about some advertising thing. This guy lives up in Huntsville. This was like two days ago, and I he said something about Jack, or then he said something about the and about the basketball, and I said, yeah, you know, he's kind of getting to that controversial Brandon Miller. He had no idea what I was talking about. Gee. How is that even possible? If you, I said, you must not. I said, I I am so. I'm going to compliment you. You must not look at social media at all. You must not watch the news because that's all that's been on the news for the last three. He didn't. He knew nothing about it. He, I had to explain it to him. So, anyway. All right, let's tell him about Bob Prince. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, tell him about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys that are outstanding, got problems, uh, have been in a, in a situation where you've been injured. Uh, and they can do everything they possibly can to get the facts of the matter, and if the facts of the matter are on your side, then they'll help you. Three four five one two three four is the number. They're really great people. They've been on our show a couple of times. Of course, most of you know Bob's been a friend of mine for a long time. So I suggest if, if one of those problems come up, that you give them a call, and um, they'll they'll do everything they can to help and go by 701 Rice Mountain Road to visit with them. Again, uh, Constance Companion Animal Hospital are terrific people. They they know how to handle your, your pets. And I recommend that you go by and see Dr. Foster at 6350313 on, uh, on Highway 280 at the Narrows. Tell them that you heard it on Barry and our show and uh, you'll get half price. So uh, that's my thoughts of the day. All right. Uh, uh, if you will, if you will, Barry, tell Aiden to call me on my cell phone. Hey, Aiden, call him on his cell phone. Thanks. Couldn't hear that. You want to give his cell phone out over there? No, no, uh, I just I, no, I, me I, so I, I that was a, show up on my cell phone. That was a joke. Are you oh. going out to Legacy Arena? I am. You gonna get down? You trying to get down there for the girls' game? I want to see a little bit of Mars Hill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Go to princelaw.net. Always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. This is Ty 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This 
is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama football team has hired Harding Harper as Assistant Director of Player Personnel. Four-star class of 2024 athlete Jonathan Paler has narrowed down his schools to eight. Jordan Battle reveals the best trash talker that he faced while at Alabama. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Oh, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very windy today. Gradient winds not related to storms could gust as high as 50 miles per hour at times. Thunderstorms this morning, those storms could be severe. The sky clearing this afternoon, the high 75. Clear tonight, the winds calm down below 43. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. All right, that's the walk-up music. That is a lot of pressure on me. Um, that will be Max walk-up music for his first coach's pitch game tomorrow. And I've had to have him out in the yard. We did some tea work. He's been swinging all arms. So I've gone to some experts about how do we get the hips into the ball. And they say you got to... Teach him how to squish the bug with the right foot. So when he swings, you turn that right foot like you're squishing a bug. And that's supposed to help your power. Well, you could, you could, one thing you could do on that is you could take a, a can, a Coke can, some kind of can, and squish it. Already have it squished and let him push on that. Uh, it's better than a bug if it be the, the can. Can be it'll already be squashed. You can just you can just put more pressure on that on that can. Yeah, so you step with that left foot, Aiden, but the right foot squishes the bug. So you got to turn that foot. So I've had him every morning getting up, working on squishing the bug. Now, if he doesn't hit good tomorrow, whose fault is it going to be, Dad? Is it going to be Max because he didn't take my coaching and squish the bug? No. Is it going to be no. the coach, Mike? My, my, not the coach, no, my. Be Jenny's fault. Really? Yeah, but you, you can blame that one on Jenny. She didn't have him out there and have him ready to go every time. Well, she says and I'm supposed to be the one out there helping him. So I've been working with him. He's hit the ball bad. Now we got practice tonight. Aiden, if he doesn't squish that bug and hit it good, then I'm going to be in trouble again. So well, Jenny. He's going to be out there. 
out there with that thumb, that thumbs up crap that she does all the time, where she puts her thumbs up. Mm, yeah. You know when he played, when he played second base, he, he if if a ball came with the third base, he was playing second. She put a thumbs up. She gets mad like if he doesn't get a good oh, hit or. Really? He strikes out. She gets she gets mad. Then she starts like her whole mood changes. Aiden like just she like really? gets mad at me. Like I'm like, well, does she uh, does she do like she does most things most ladies do? Uh, put the blame on you. Yes, that's why I've been. Oh yeah, I've got a bucket got of balls out there, so I'm feeling a lot of pressure. And I don't want to put pressure on Mike, but he needs to hit good, Aiden, because he doesn't hit good. Then it ain't real good at home these days. So. And he he doesn't squash the bug hard enough. I tell you right now, you got to put that can down there. But just think about that right foot turning it on that bug. If you do that, <laughs> you get your lower body into you're not hitting all arms. And in the yard now, he was hitting the ball. I told her I said he was hitting it a long way. But if it doesn't translate to the game. Aiden, then I'm going to have some problems there. So. Well, the next question I'd like to ask you, if you don't mind, <laughs> uh, if he if he does hit the ball, does he have any running speed at all to get the space? He does uh -huh. not. He does not. Well, but uh -huh. he's one of those guys, if you're chasing him, he runs faster. But uh -huh. when he's running, he like they were chasing him at home the other day, and he beat a guy at home. But well, he he'll chase a guy to a donut. He'll chase a guy to a donut. But if he's just running, you're looking at him saying, "He's not running great." Uh, but then Jenny uh -huh. thinks he's fast. She thinks he's fast. Yeah. So he can he can turn a triple into a single. <laughs> he's playing the hot corner. <laughs> oh we, crap! Hot <laughs> corner. Put him there. That's a long throw <laughs> for a six-year-old from third. to... But it, it's usually, he was throwing them in the air. They were going high there for a while, so we had to work on, you know, throwing a Dang. line drive over there. And he can, Put him in right. Put him in right field and give him a glove. <laughs> he's out there picking daisies out. right Now, he's a hot corner. He can stop the ball. We're working, oh, on, yeah. we're working on the arm now. Um, yeah, how would that throw be to first base if he stopped the ball? Do what now? How would the throw be the first? That's what I said. He, well, he was throwing them high for a while. We had to work on that. It can get there. It can get there in one bounce. That's not bad. One bounce. Well, let me say this: if he throws the ball from third base to first and things don't go well, Jenny will say it's the first baseman's ball. No, no, no. That's the coach's son. We're not going to do that. Cause we're trying to get him down in the lineup, <laughs> at and down the line. We don't blame the coach's son for needing it. Now, the coach's son's a stud. He's done a lot better with his son than I've done with mine. But mine did win the championship in basketball. But I like being a parent better than a coach when it comes to youth sports. Oh, you don't want to be no coach. You don't be no coach. I was just one. I was a coach for the five- and six-year-old basketball. All right, Wayne's Pest Control hey, served for over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. This winter, Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1. $50 off your initial pest control service. This is Tide 100.9 SE Home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. 
from the University of Alabama. This is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama clinched the SEC regular season championship with a five-point victory in overtime against Auburn on Wednesday night at Coleman Coliseum. Following the game, head coach Nate Oates joined us on the radio. We're proud of our guys and the achievements they've had this year. It's definitely not easy to win the SEC regular season. It's over the course 18 games. You know, we went undefeated at home. It's just hard. I mean, A&M was right on our tail the whole, whole, whole year, it seems. So we couldn't afford many slip-ups. You know, I mean, different guys step up. I mean, I think... You know, I'm looking at Jaden Bradley. You know, he only played nine minutes the first half and didn't get in until probably eight minutes into the second half. He ends up playing 22 minutes, and, you know, we end up plus four with him in the game. And I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship-quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship-quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama men's basketball against Texas A&M on Saturday. Our radio coverage across the network will begin at 10 a.m. Central, leading you up right to tip-off at 11 a.m. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com. And don't forget, you can also listen on the Varsity Network app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I was raised off Route 3. Out past where the black... www.alabama1.org. Appreciate Mike Brown. We talked to him in the first hour. He's looking for the home. Uh, for the mortgage, for the car, for the credit card, you want to deal with Alabama One. The people are outstanding, which I talked to Mike about the other day. And I'm not just saying that. It is honest truth. These guys are outstanding. They'll find the best deal possible for you. Swing by any one of the local branches. You can go to www.alabamaone.org. Right, I'm headed up, Aiden, to Legacy Arena. I'm going to watch Aliceville. I hope Aliceville takes it home. Uh, so that would represent Area 5, 2A. It's a state champion. So at least I could say that my boys beat the state champion if that happens today. So uh, hopefully Aliceville, I know they're going to have a great crowd. All of Aliceville is shut down, and they are headed up to Birmingham. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.